0: All right, I know wherever you are across our network today, you got a lot to say about what we've seen these past two days. We'll focus on today's game in particular. The numbers are 416-870-0590, star 590, one 590 ca- is the text line. Jeff Blair, Kevin Barker, it is Blue Jays talk. 10-3, the Milwaukee Brewers take the Toronto Blue Jays out to the woodshed. We got a lot of time to talk about Jose, uh, Yusei Kikuchi. We'll do that tomorrow because, frankly, you can stick Yusei Kikuchi in the bullpen and figure it out from there. But, Kevin, Jose Barrios today. Now, let's, let's be clear. Jose Barrios is one of the guys you will have starting for you if you do go to the postseason. So, for me, what I saw today and what I've seen from Jose Barrios Is not only—it's not only much more uh, concerning than what I've seen or haven't seen from Yusei Kikuchi. It's more confusing, Kevin, because we've talked about Jose Barrios. This is a guy with a track record. This is a guy. One of the reasons you sign the guy is because he's giving you a lot of consistency. You want him to, all you want him to do is do what he's done throughout his career. Kevin, he's a great athlete. We know the stuff is there. How on earth does today and what we've seen in some of his recent starts happen? What's going on here? Kikuchi, I understand. uh, I, I don't get it with this guy, Kevin.
1: I just don't. You understand the Yusei Kikuchi? If you do, why don't you call Pete Walker and help Pete Walker out and tell him what's going on so he can fix it quicker because I really don't know what's going on with Yusei Kikuchi either. The Barrios think, look, I – we all can see the mechanic, the mechanics issue, the breaking ball, getting it out front, the finish. You can see him every time he throws a, a pitch. It could be a fastball. It could be a breaking ball. He's trying to tell himself to stay in lanes. But that's the one thing that, that I question is he's got over 160 starts at the big league level. For a guy to have that many starts, you would think experience, he would know how to fix things a little bit quicker. And for him to be having the struggles that he's having and – occasionally looking over to the dugout to to get information and and have little reminders of of what you're doing wrong and how you can fix it quicker to give your team a little bit better chance of of winning some baseball games and maybe helping you go a little deeper into games. For me, it's confusing. I just don't understand how that's possible, but, Again, this gets back to it is a marathon, not a sprint, and I know as well as you and, and me and, and everybody that watches the Blue Jays want to see this guy going six or seven innings every single night, but sometimes these guys these guys go through things that's just you can't explain it. It's not because of lack of effort. Uh, it's not because the pitching coach is telling them something different or they're just not hearing it. It's just occasionally the ball's not coming out the way it's supposed to be coming out, and... Quite frankly, right now, you know, he's not a real tough uh, guy to go out and face. For for me, it's just real simple. If he can start commanding the fastball a little bit better to both sides of the plate and having confidence in the breaking ball, you can tell the confidence is just not there. It could be numerous things. What I see is mechanics, but it could be mechanics plus mindset. Plus, he doesn't have confidence enough to throw it a bunch of times. I do know this against left-handed hitters. What is he going to, right? It, it was the front hip sinker. That was his special little toy that that he, when he was going through some some good times there, he could throw that to a left-handed hitter. He could give that, you know, something else for them to think about. It was a change up, the good, the good arm speed on that. The velocity was there. We all know the breaking ball. When it's good, it's getting it out front. It's breaking a ton. But right now, he's not doing any of those things. So, again, this is just, for me anyway, I'm with you. He's You say Kikuchi at the end of the season, probably it's not going to matter when it comes to being a fourth or fifth starter in a playoff series. You're probably, you're probably not going to see him. If you do see him, it'll be in a, in a probably in a bullpen, and he'll probably have two pitches and not three pitches. They're going to need Barrios. Brios is going to have to figure this out. Track record would tell you uh, he should, but I just get back to that. Why is he not able to do it quicker? Experience will tell him what he needs to do to solidify that and catch it out front, but right now, for whatever reason, he can't figure it out.
0: Jays have lost 7 of 10. They're 40 and 32, and don't look now, but the Boston Red Sox, who are hot, are coming into town. The Red Sox won today. The Jays are now in third place, and uh, they've got to be looking behind them at Tampa Bay as much as looking ahead of them. The uh, Jays, the last time they were in third place until yesterday, June 3rd, so they went three weeks. They've lost six and a half games in the American league East so far in the month of June. Now that's obviously that's because the, the New York Yankees have been unbelievably hot. And, and, you know, here we go, Kevin, a weekend where the Houston Astros helped the Jays out a little bit, uh, against the Yankees. And it's just, it would have been, it would have been a nice, every series would be a good series to win this. It would have been nice to come out of Milwaukee with Barrios having made a good start. And you got your bullpen rested ahead of, three games against Boston, then five against Tampa. That's clearly not the case right now. Uh, the offense, the team is hitting. I mean, you know, we've gone from talking about how this team couldn't hit with runners in scoring position. Lately, they've been one of the best teams in the American league with runners in scoring position. But Kevin, I get back, I get back to Jose Barrios, 20 fastballs in the first inning. And Joe Sittle mentioned this in the telecast. You wonder why he didn't deviate from that a little more. Uh, Maybe he doesn't have confidence in his pitches. He didn't have fastball command. We know that. I'm going to ask you this right now because this will come up. And the numbers are 416-870-0590, star 590, 0590, 590, is the text line. Let's get this out there right now. Anything to do with the fact, anything to do with the fact that these guys are working with two really
1: young catchers right now. Not, not for me. Not with the Barrios thing. Get back to that 160 plus starts at the big league level. He's one of those guys that should be able to adjust to late setting up to game calling that he doesn't, uh, you know, want to throw that certain pitch. He should be able to go shake off or stare in there long enough that they push the other button to where he wants to throw it and the positioning and all that that's that's what experience brings you should be able to work through starts like that The you say kikuchi he's just one of those guys right now doesn't have a ton of confidence and when you don't have a ton of confidence in one of your pitches that you can throw it where you want to throw it and you're trying to throw it to a lesser pitch at the big league level they go back leg city they just don't hit balls in the gap or, or hit singles now sometimes the brewers do because they're not a great hitting team but when you're not trusting one of your better pitches and throw a lesser pitch, you, you tend to get hammered. So I would say on the Yusei Kikuchi front of it, probably. Getting Danny Jance is a big deal. The put, pushing the button with some authority. Like, you know, if he shakes it or, or stares at you, just continue to push it because that, that's the one I want to throw. How dare you stare at me that long because you're throwing this certain pitch. Maybe it would help him. But with Bereas, I think that's an excuse. Again, he's an experienced guy. He should know himself. For me, it's more about confidence. It's more about mechanics. And it's meshing the two together and being able to figure something out quicker. And for me, I think that's more about him than the guy catching it.
0: Yeah, this will be particularly, I think, disappointing for the Blue Jays. You know, they did yesterday. They lost 5-4. They managed some offense against Corbin Burns and, and two of the best relievers in baseball. You know, today they got off to an early start, courtesy once again of Alejandro Kirk uh, and, and another Alejandro Kirk home run. But then Jose Brios goes right right back out, or goes out in the bottom of the first inning, gives it all up. And uh, I don't expect to see Jose Barrios... Have two, uh, outings of two and two thirds innings and four and a third innings this close. Usually in the month of June, we've talked about this for whatever reason. The month of June is his best month statistically in the majors. This to me is completely flabbergasting. Like it, it, it just is. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, it to me right now is the most pressing pitching pitching issue with this team, other than you know trying to address the bullpen. Uh, th- th- this is the thing right now. Because I, I, can't, I can't put Jose Brios in the bullpen. I can't send him down to the minors. I can't do anything with him. I got to run him out every fifth day. I, I just have to. And, and for me, this is job one right now, trying to figure out to figure out what they, what they have with this guy. And as far as Alejandro Kirk goes, I, I think it's very simple. Alejandro Kirk, if you look back, Alejandro Kirk started hitting when Danny Jansen showed up and started taking the catching load away from him. That's when Alejandro Kirk kind of fell into to where he is right now
1: Alejandro Kirk's having a really good year. He's doing all the things he needs to do offensively. He has a, a, a tremendous eye at the plate. He's hammered fastballs, which I tell you this all the time. Great hitters hammer fastballs, and they figure out how to lay off the strike-the-ball breaking ball. That's what he's trying to do. He's getting better at hitting the breaking ball like today. He hit that breaking ball ex- exactly where he was supposed to hit it, to center field because of his bat path, because he stays behind the baseball better than anybody right now in the Jays lineup, and that's why you see him hitting baseballs from line to line. Uh, you know, again, with the Burrios thing, you ain't putting Burrios, who's making $130 million in the no bullpen, ain't happens. One thing to put uh, Yusei Kikuchi, who's making that 36, we can, we'll we talk about that tomorrow. That's a whole different story. But I'm with you. Burrios needs to sort of just figure out what he wants to be when he doesn't have his best pitch. We, we see Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa hasn't had, for me anyway, his slider or that really good fastball command in the, in the last couple of starts. But you mm. see how it looks. Like, he's for whatever reason, whether he throws an invisible, which he does a little bit, the fastball, you can tell, gets on people. He can miss down the middle, which is a big deal. He's got deception. He hides the ball. He, it, so, obviously, the ball gets on a, on a hitter really quick. So, he's got that to go to. But it's just – Again, I get back to that. A veteran guy who just has real struggles when he doesn't have one of his pitches to at least compete to get a little bit deeper in games to make you scratch your head. And I know behind the scenes they'll try and do everything possible, whether it's throw multiple bullpens, whether it's whatever it is, to to try and get that breaking ball out front. I think they know what the issue is if it's not health. If he's healthy, which he does look like he is, the velocity's there. It's just not locating and the break on the breaking ball's not there. So they know what it is. I'm sure they'll try and fix it and hopefully he's a little bit better in his next start.
0: Four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety, star five ninety. One triple eight, 1-888-666-0590. Jay in Milwaukee <laughs> via Toronto. You're leaving the ballpark right now. What did you see out there, Jay? Well,
2: first of all, what a gorgeous ballpark. You know yeah, that's tremendous. Saw it last night with the roof closed, saw it today with the roof open, coming from the Rogers Centre. What a treat. Um, my comment is about what you said earlier about Barrios needing to be used in the playoffs, and right now the Blue Jays are falling quickly. I know they're still eight games over 500, but if you actually see how good are the Jays now, they are not playing well enough to make the playoffs. The Red Sox have been going crazy winning. Let's give the eggs to the Yankees. The Rays are banged up but there's also a couple of teams in the AL Central. The White Sox are getting healthy. Who knows what the Twins are going to do? You know, it's not a fact that the Blue Jays are going to make a wild card team right now. They've got Ryu done for the season. Kikuchi, who knows what. But is inconsistent. Even Gosman, they may have figured out his, his split finger ball. And their bullpen is one of the worst in the league as well. And the hitters, who are supposed to be great, they're not awful, but they're not great. So right now, to me, the Blue Jays are not a playoff team if they continue to play this way. And that's I guess a bigger concern. A hundred and something million on Barrios, thirty six million, Kikuchi, forty million left to pay Ryu, a lot of money going towards bad products right now. I am concerned.
0: Yeah, listen, I uh, thank thanks for the call, Jay, and, and safe travels. Can't write off Jose Barrios's you can't write off that contract right now um i again it, you look at the guy's track record and you go in that i in, in the case of a guy like Brioso's who's healthy as velos there and everything like that i'm i'm fine you know uh, I, I i shouldn't say i'm fine for, with what i'm seeing from him right now but that that contract doesn't bother me kikuchi you know i mean Kikuchi's one of those deals seems like a lot i'm not entirely certain 12 million dollars to you say kikuchi is going to prevent you from doing what you need to do uh and Hyunjin Ryu. You know, we've had that discussion before uh, about the importance of that contract. And, um, you know, Kevin, I look, I mean, Jay, Jay's right. The uh, The Yankees won, by the way, 6-3 today. They beat Houston 6-3. Uh, the Jays right now are, I mean, they are the third best team in the American League East. And I don't. I don't know where they are going to be. I I am I am concerned about where this team will be after these next 8 games. I will admit it because I don't know if you can get enough I don't know if you can get enough help in here. Uh, certainly you're not going to get it in, you know, in the next 24 hours or 48 hours, I wouldn't think. Today's issue is Jose Barrios. Yesterday's issue is Jose Kikuchi. The bullpen has been an overriding issue. That to me is still, you know, that's the long-term issue that needs to be addressed. This is something you've got to handle internally with, with Jose Barrios. you You're that's you're not going to go out and trade for somebody better than better than Jose Barrios. But yeah, it, I mean, let's let's be clear: the Jays could be in fourth place after these next eight games, and you know with all due respect to what Billy said earlier, at no point in this season that I think I'd see the Jays in fourth place. I just didn't. I thought the Jays would make the playoffs easily. And I think most people looked at it that way. And Kevin, boy, stuff, it's it's only June, what, it's June 26th. We're not even at the All-Star break yet. But uh, this is a big eight games. This is a big eight games. Like, you you, you got to go five and three or six and two. In these next eight games, I think to really say the ship has been righted.
1: It's, it's it's really funny how your team can be eight games over 500, and it seems like, or it feels like, your team's eight games under 500. Yeah, because eight games
0: over 500 isn't good enough for this team. It's it not. really is
1: not. With expectations coming into the season, you would have thought going into Milwaukee, you're leaving there oozing confidence, and you've answered all the questions you need to have answered going into these eight games that. You're playing big-time teams who are hot. Obviously, Tampa Bay, you know, all the injuries, but they're piecing it together. Tampa Bay, they're still going to have good pitching. They're going to throw it from all different arm angles. You're going to have to beat them. You're going to have to play good games. And right now, I'm with Jake. It's just hard to look at big pitcher and say, man, this team's a legitimate playoff team right now.
0: Uh, I don't at know about the that. They team, are a legitimate, I, it's, they're it's, a legitimate playoff
1: team right now. They are. You we'll can't see. say they're not we'll, a
0: legitimate playoff team.
1: You can't. We'll see. They have some legitimate holes. Can you agree with me there? They're not the the hardest to pitch to. If you've got a decent guy on the mound who can flip a secondary pitch early in a a count to get them thinking about, I have to swing at that because of all the right-handed hitters that they have. So they're not balanced. Their bullpen, you know, it's been making up for against not a very good offensive team the last couple of days. So they've done a nice job. Some guys that you didn't expect coming out of the bullpen to do certain things. But when push comes to shove, that bullpen matching up against other good bullpens, huh? Ask yourself about that. And right now, let's be honest. You got one starter in your rotation that most of the time you can always count on. One guy. Yep. No, I, I,
0: absolutely. You know, you need to see, and again, I'm not saying you, you you can't have faith in Kevin Gossman, but I think you need to see a couple of more outings before you're going to sit there and say, okay, whatever was ailing Kevin Gossman uh, ha- has been, ha- has been figured out. And, you know, as far as the bullpen you know, the bullpen goes, like I love what guys like Jeremy Beasley and Matt Gage and and, and you know have, have done in the past couple of days, but I don't read anything into it. I don't read anything into what a guy does when his team is losing 8-3 or, or losing 10-3. I mean, I just don't. It's nice that they don't create any more damage. That's wonderful, but at the end of the day, that doesn't say to me that all of a sudden Jeremy Beasley's the guy I want on my roster pitching in the eighth inning at Yankee Stadium in a playoff game. It 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 just doesn't. You have to you have to hope that the guys that your leverage guys um, are able to get it together by the time the postseason rolls around. Of course, we didn't we weren't on yesterday. Jimmy, Jimmy Garcia has now gone on the uh, gone on the IL as 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 well. Uh, I mean, it the, the pitching pitching is a mess right now. That's the only way to put it. the The pitching is a mess right now. Sure. Can it get straightened around? Absolutely, it can get straightened around. But what is straightened around for this staff? Because, you know, Kevin, we were talking about the bullpen being an issue two months ago, six weeks ago, like that. That hasn't changed, and until that's addressed, uh, we're going to be we're going to be throwing that out there. I guarantee you, the next time Jose Barrios and Kevin Gossman, if they have good starts in their next the, their next turn through the rotation, we're still going to be sitting there saying, "Yeah, but the bullpen, we just are." Um, so. You are right, though, Kevin. There are there are holes here. There are holes that need to be addressed. I just don't know, frankly. I don't know if Ross Atkins can address all the holes. Like if 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 you say Kikuchi and Jose Barrios don't get it straightened around, I don't know how Ross Atkins goes out and adds a couple of bullpen arms. Because again, we're talking two arms. We're not talking one. A couple of bullpen arms, a starting pitcher, and then addressing the the balance in the lineup. That's a lot of that's a lot of heavy lifting. That's a lot of heavy lifting. And I would like to see Ross address one of those issues soon for the life of me. I I don't know what it will say. Kevin, if the Jays finish this week against Boston and Tampa and we haven't seen something from Ross Atkins, I don't know what message that sends. I don't know what message that sends to the team. I don't know what message it sends to the fan base.
1: I, I, I for for me, I don't know about you, but I, I would have no idea what Ross is willing to give up with his with his prospects. That that would be the first thing you'd have to ask yourself: Is he willing to give up a Jordan a I, I have no idea. Mer, Marino. Would he have any, you know, if somebody was to call like Oakland and say, well, we'll give you Montas for Marino and whoever else, do you think he'd be willing to do that? I have no idea. That would be the first question you'd have to ask yourself because this team just sits at need, I think. They could use a couple of veteran guys in the bullpen, but in rotation, they need some stuff that the other team's going, uh-oh, that that is high-octane stuff with, with not, devastating breaking stuff, okay? You're supposed to if have you're, that. You're supposed to have that right now. You can't. Yeah,
0: I, there are guys out there. We keep hearing about guys like Pablo Lopez, and that, that would be interesting. It's going to cost you a fortune, but you're not going to go out and add an ace right now. You're not going to go out, out and add a number two right now. I mean, you're just not. You're not going to be able to, to to get that quality. I'm not of sure starting Pablo Lopez right now, is
1: an ace or a number two. I, you know, I think he's a strong number three on a really good team because he's a young guy. He hasn't really been there and done it before. He's coming right into. But what I'm it saying to, is that type to dominate of, baseball games. That type of. That type of but a you, pitcher, you know. but you got to ask yourself, what would Ross be willing to give up? And you know, everybody else is in love with all these prospects. I'm, I'm not as much in love with them as most people are, because I think when you're coming into a season expected to go as far as the Blue Jays are, sometimes you have to give up some pieces, and then a couple of years down the road, you worry about rebooting and figuring out how to, to you know, replenish what you're, what you've lost at the, at the minor league level. So. You just have to ask yourself what what would he be willing to give up, and and if the answer to that is a five or 6 ranked prospect, that's well, not going to get you a ton. and and you're not, and it's not going to benefit you long term. Long term is end of August, first of September, not in 2023. Uh, I see. I, I think you have to keep in mind
0: you have to keep in mind what you're going to have in 2023 and 2024, how much it's going to cost you to keep them together. I will say this, I will say this. If I'm Ross Atkins right now. And I'm looking at this team. Um, You know, I I I might entertain the idea of looking at a guy like Teoscar or something like that in a deal. Uh, Maybe I got to shake it up. I don't know. This 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 team has um, this team looks flat. It's the only way to put it. They are they look like they're going through
1: the motions right now.
0: Well, I I don't know if I'd say going through the motions, but today there wasn't a lot of. I didn't detect an awful lot of fight today it's, after it's that. It's amazing how, so how bad really your didn't. team
1: can look when your starting pitcher looks like poop. Let's be honest.
0: Russ in New Jersey. It's amazing
3: how much a week makes a difference. Last week you beat the Yankees in that game, and everyone said, oh, this is the start, and you know now you go back if you would have lost that game. Well, you know, but uh, how much a week has changed. You know, I, I look at Burrios last year, and, I, you know, we, we, we don't know what the prospects they gave up to get him, are, and we might not know for a while. But to me, it doesn't make a difference because those two prospects were, you know, considered very, very good. So I never. I mean, found they were going to help. Dawson
0: Martin and simmingwood Wood Richardson aren't helping right, the Jays no, this no, year or next year. Point. They're not helping at all.
3: Right, but right. No, that's not my point. My point is how bad is this trade going to look? And I don't look at a trade based on what I gave up because if those two guys turn out to be a superstars and we win two world series because of Brio. stuff. So. But my point is like this, he, he, last year, if you go to way, he pitched, he was, he wasn't great. He was the first two starts. He came in. He had that big start. I think it was a Friday night and then he pitched well. And then he played against the angels and he didn't pitch well against Washington. And then he didn't pitch well against the Sox. You know, it's, it's, it, it's very hard to watch this team right now when two guys are the five that are going out there you have no confidence that you can win the ball game. You know, today you go out, it's 3 nothing in the after the half an inning. And by the second inning, you're down by five runs. It's just, it's demoralizing to an offense. And, it, you know, I, I don't like you guys said, I don't know what he can do. But, you know, we, we spent a lot of money on a couple guys this year. And, you know, it just, it just. You, you still feel that this team can win nine in a row. You know, you, in the back of your mind, you no, no one will be shocked if we go out and beat Boston the same way we beat them in the beginning of the year and we beat Tampa. But, you know, you keep on thinking it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And right now in the month of June, I think we're 500. So it's just like puzzling, like, you know, what what's going to, you know, you just you keep on thinking what's going to be with this team. Like I, like everyone thought, I thought they would be right up there to win the division. Obviously, the Yankees have played so well, but you know, you really got to get this guy's going to be here for the long haul, and you really got to get him some way on track.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, again, thanks for the call, Russ. I'm, I'm not, I'm just not worried about, I'm not worried about Jose Barrios over the long haul. I'm just not, um, and I think they'll get him straightened out here. But I, I think it's a fair question. You know, I, I would love to know. When Ross Atkins goes home tonight, I would love to know what he sees when he looks at this team. It's not good enough to win the AL East. Nobody's good enough to win the AL East right now but the New York Yankees. That's beside the point. I would ask the question, is this team good enough to win a wildcard series? I would ask that
1: question. Okay, let's simplify this. Let's just, uh, Further to your question, if Ross goes home and looks in the mirror and goes, if I go out and trade for Luis Castillo, does that make me that good of a team that if I go into a playoff series, no matter which playoff series it is, is he going to take me over the top and he will be the deciding factor? Simplify it that much. If I go out and make one move, I'm he not hasn't seeing done it. done it in the past. I'm just saying, well, the, yeah. what do you have to do it? That, that's the, you got to ask yourself. You, because, again, expectations this year are higher than they've ever been. Like, yeah, they, they, Kevin, they just you
0: have. Know what? We may have – we don't know what the front – the front office may have adjusted their expectations here. Maybe. They may have. They may be looking at this – You know, they may be looking at this thing and going, you know what, there's just – there's too much that needs to be done to this team right now to – just back up the truck and unload all the prospects to get what we need. There may be that. That may be part of the equation here. It's entirely possible that this is what this team is. It's entirely possible this is what this team is. That's something Ross Atkins has to ask himself. And, again, we'll know after this week. We'll know where they stand. We know where they stand vis-a-vis vis- vis the Yankees. They're not as good as the Yankees. But that's Okay. There's a lot of teams that aren't as good as the Yankees. We'll know if they're as good as the Red Sox, and we'll know if they're as good as Tampa after this weekend. And then I think you can you can make a judgment. But I, I, again, if Ross Atkins were to go out tonight and do something to tangibly improve this bullpen or the rotation, then I think you're sending a message to the to the team. But I I admit I I go back and forth here. I I don't know what to make of this team, and I'm I'm, I'm reasonably certain. Uh, Ross doesn't either. I, I don't know. I, this, this, I, I, they may be the fourth best team in the in the American League East. They may be I, life and death to make the playoffs. That's I just would maybe say this where they are.
1: if if I'm in that clubhouse and I'm still in the playoff spot and my GM doesn't do anything, that, that well that's that's probably not going to be a good thing throughout that clubhouse.
0: Ten three, the Blue Jays losing to the Milwaukee Brewers. They are forty and thirty two, eight games over five hundred. They are in third place. In the American League East. They've got the Red Sox coming in for three. They've got Tampa coming in for five. 416-870-0590. Star 590. triple triple six-five ninety. Five ninety-five ninety is a text line. We'll go to the text line. We'll go back to the phones. It's Blue Jays Talk with Blair and Barker on SportsNet 590, the fan. And now the Bet 365 standings update. Download the app and see for yourself why Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book. 19 plus. Play responsibly. Ontario only. The standings do not paint a good picture. (laughs) I'll just say that. The Yankees won today 6-3 over the Houston Astros. The Red Sox beat the Cleveland Guardians 8-3. Tampa Bay beat Pittsburgh 4-2. So, as we stand right now, the Yankees, they are alone in first place, 53 and 20. They're 11 up on the Boston Red Sox who are 42 and 31. Tampa Bay and the Jays are tied, 40 and 32 of 556 winning percentage, both 12 and a half back. The Baltimore Orioles 34 and 40, they are 19 and a half back. Uh, the standings obviously painting a picture I think Kevin of exactly the kind of rough stretch this has been for the Blue Jays the Red Sox are on a roll the Yankees are still going as we said Tampa Bay is going to Tampa Bay and uh, well you got the Red Sox and Tampa Bay coming in this week so you know we'll see not gonna say we'll see what these guys are made of but I think we'll see I think we'll see what this team thinks of itself this week let's put it that way
1: Just doesn't look like they have a ton of confidence well you don't have confidence just because you have talent sometimes not enough and right now the guys that matter the most, When they go out there, for whatever reason, doesn't have confidence in their best stuff, locating, mixing pitches, changing speeds, which is exactly what they're supposed to do. When they're not doing it, it sort of makes your entire team look like uh, not very good. And right now the Blue Jays look like a third or fourth place team.
0: And that's exactly where they are. Corey in Queens, you want to talk about Danny Jansen. You're wondering about
4: his absence. Yeah, uh, not much updates on it, Jeff. Um, My concern is it – I, I, I love Gabby Moreno, but my concern was I think they have a losing record since uh, Danny went out. And uh, if if I got a message for, 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 for all fans, let's just stop talking about trying to, to run Danny Jansen out of here. Um, the team looks completely different when when he's calling the game. It, it it's plain, it's plain, it's clear. I'm not I'm not trying to disparage Moreno or disparage Kirk. Kirk, Kirk has been awesome. But Danny looks like – he looks like the, the, the catcher we we definitely need. The rotation looks different with him. We've got a losing record since he's been out, and we haven't even played a gauntlet of teams. So uh, I'm, I'm genuinely concerned. I'm genuinely concerned about this team. And um, not to start this, but, I mean, if we go through that eight-game stretch against the Boston Red Sox and, and Tampa and come out with a with a losing record against them, um, you're gonna start hearing calls about 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 the manager. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. it's it, it's as it, it's nothing cutting time as Gibby would say. We we, we got to move.
0: <laughs> Appreciate the call. Yeah, it's been not cutting time for a while. I think. Um, yeah, look, Kevin, I'll ask you about Danny Jansen because we've talked about it, uh, about how good Danny Jansen is behind the plate. You've got a lot of catchers around this team. You know, you've got Siddle and you got Caleb Joseph <laughs> and. They're you know, they they take a different view of things than a lot of us do who didn't play, who didn't catch. And it is interesting how both of them have suggested that Danny Jansen's absence has not caused this. Cause I think you're right. Jose Barrios has been around long enough that you know he should be able to he should be able to figure this out. But you do have to wonder this team Doesn't pitch as well. It appears when Danny Jansen isn't behind the plate. Now, he's been out for a long time. He's been out for a good chunk of this year, but there does seem to be a comfort level with him that I'm not I'm not necessarily seeing.
1: Whenever you hear Kevin Gosman speak the way he speaks about setups where, you know, he wants to catch to stand taller, aim at that mask, have the ball break. That's how he tells if it's breaking enough, the way he wants it to break, keep it in the strike zone longer. Danny Jansen seems to be able to do that a little bit better. Just look at the, the New York Yankees, Jeff. You brought this up. Why did they get rid of Sanchez? Because he's not a very good catcher. He didn't call a good game. Wasn't a good blocker. Kip, pitchers didn't trust him A runner on third base, less than two outs for them to throw their best secondary pitch to think that they could block it. Yankees go out and get a couple of good veteran, well, guys that know how to call games, guys that know how to block, guys that know how to steal can't. pitches, all the things that go into what a catcher has to do, you and whatever do they do that. offensively is a bonus. Yeah, but you're, you're so you're saying going out and adding guy. Yeah, but again, we, no, we, I'm we, not saying we, that. No no, a no, 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 Shopping list. No, When did I say go out? And, Get another catcher. I'm not saying that. Nobody, nobody said go out and get another catcher. But it's obvious with Danny Jansen not in the lineup that occasionally when guys have to call their own games, maybe that's what Jose Barrios is going through. He thinks he has to call everything. Maybe that's why you saw him throw 20 fastballs in the in the first inning. Mm-hmm. Is he feels like he has to do that? And I don't know. I'm not behind the plate, and I'm not, you know, I'm not the one pushing the buttons. But man, you know, just when it seems like. That push comes to shove, and you really need that guy to get you through big moments, and big moments could be in the first inning, Jeff. Ask you say Kikuchi. If he gets through the first inning, he, normally most of the time he's decent. Maybe Jose Barrios is the same way. So to the caller's point, yeah, it makes a big deal. And, and if you listen to the catchers that cover this team, they're around this team a lot, they say the exact same thing.
0: Dan and Etobicoke, by the way, in the text line, uh, says, and this is, we'll, we'll have this discussion tomorrow, and Blair and Barker, said, I don't think that Jay should be acquiring anybody right now. I don't think that this is a team that's even close to being ready for playoff baseball, so why give away talent now when we clearly are not ready? Next year should be a better year. Dan Neto, I I, I got to say this. Do not get into a situation the Leafs have found themselves in where you've got generational talent and you can't get over the hump because of a glaring issue. You know, the, the, the Jays bullpen to me is what the Leafs goaltending situation was to the Leafs. You you can't always say let's keep our powder dry until next year. Because as we said, there there is going to be a moment where you're gonna there's gonna be a financial reckoning with Bo and Vladdy. There just is. You do not want and this is where I'm with Kevin in this, you do not want to let opportunity go away. I, I, I just don't think you can do that. But I, I think I don't think there's anything wrong with having a real deep look at your team and asking yourself what exactly can we accomplish this year? What can we accomplish as a team this year? Are we good enough to win the American League East as is currently constituted? No, are we good enough to go to the playoffs as is currently constituted? maybe so if we want to turn that maybe into a definite, what are we willing what are we willing to give up? What are we willing to give up to get a series? if all we're going to end up getting is a wild-card series against Boston or Tampa. Let
1: let me ask you, what what message would that send to your locker room if you quit on your team? If you don't do anything. Your team's good. Right now, you're in a playoff spot. So if you're not doing anything to address some issues that you may have, you're not going to fix everything. You've said it. There's no way you're going to go out and get every single thing that you need. But to go out and do nothing – to quit on your team why would you do that like your team's good enough to make the playoffs maybe not win the world series maybe that's what this has shown you that you need to add more balance and you need better quality stuff at the back end of the bullpen you maybe that's what this has shown you but to quit on your team and do nothing i'm not maybe in for that and maybe I'm, it's I'm, not I'm assuming a... that the, that the people on that roster wouldn't be in on that either maybe it's not a matter of quitting on the team
0: but maybe it's a matter of you do wait until the trade deadline to make your big move. I've Maybe. been saying, I've been saying, if it's me, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make something happen right now because I do, I've got to show faith in this team. Uh, but at the same time, if this team goes two and six in the next eight games or three and five, I don't know. Do I wait until we get closer to the trade deadline and see where we are then before I make a move? It's. It's a difficult. It's a difficult decision for Ross Atkins. I think
1: even if they go two and six, they, there's still 80 games left. I, I look. Look again. This gets back to forget about what we think and what we see. What do you think the guys in that locker room would think if Ross Atkins does absolutely nothing and basically says we don't believe in this team? Because he would. He would say that without saying it to those guys if he does nothing. And yep. for me, no, I don't know you. if that's a good thing.
0: Very quickly we're gonna Jen in Toronto's been patient. We're gonna let you in. Go ahead, Jen.
5: Oh hi. I, I watched the Yankees and Red Sox. Yankees were done. O oh, three. Uh Houston had first and third. Mm-hmm. Yankees bullpen pulled it out. Uh Red Sox <laughs> took the, the leather off the ball. Yep. We had uh Guerrero um not Guerrero. Um Bichette. Kirk was okay. Hernandez did nothing. Like, there's huge gaps. Like, Bichette and Hernandez have not exactly been carrying this team. We have more problems than just, I mean, we didn't get a a run after uh, Mm. the debacle. So, it's not fair. I know Barrios, Cucchi, whatever, have been horrible. But yesterday, we could have done something. If it wasn't for Kirk, and maybe Guerrero, who did okay in that. But Hernandez and Bichette have not been carrying their weight. So um, I think this is an issue too.
0: I think it's something, and and thanks for the call, Jen. Um, Look, it's it's great that Alejandro Kirk is the best hitter in this team right now. It's a great story. I don't know if it's necessarily, it says great things about the Blue Jays, Kevin Barker, that Alejandro Kirk's the best hitter in the team. And nothing to take away from him. I'm certainly not. But I don't know if that's... I don't know if you want that.
1: I, when I, the, when I, I really start, don't. When the season started and we said, what does this team have to do? The first thing out of both of our mouths mouses were that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had to be an MVP candidate Yep. for this team to go where they wanted to go. He's not been that. No, that's very, very well said. Very simple. Uh, the good news
0: is they get the play again. I think it's good news. They get the play again tomorrow. They've got the first <laughs> of three against the Boston Red Sox at the Rogers Center. The Rays are in town for five games, including that Saturday Doubleheader, and uh, well, there'll be a lot of be a lot of questions I think answered over the course of these next eight days. The pressing question I think for Blue Jays fans right now has to be: What do you do with Kikuchi, and what do you have with Barrios? We will deal with that in greater detail tomorrow on Blair and Barker. Barker, in particular, or Barker has some ideas about, you say, Kikuchi in particular. We'll get to that, and uh, yeah, it's a big eight games coming up. Let's see, let's see what this team is made up so the final score today in milwaukee the brewers 10 the jays 3 the jays are home for three against the red sox five against the tampa bay rays thanks for joining us thanks for listening to blue jays baseball served up by the always game ready jack links meat snacks feed your wild side baseball fans